0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. We got Thursday Night Football plus the eve of a very
1: important three-game series in Boston. We talk about it next. At 1-800-919-3776, that's the number to join us on this Thursday night edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Along with JP and Jake the Snake, we're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, you may want to tweet your answers to our question tonight. You can do so at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Gordon, Gordon, is that you?
0: Feeling. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I'm I'm good tonight. Uh it's nice to have a nice relaxing night for a chance. Yes. It feels like it's been so long, and I'm sure it is this way for the team. It's been so long since the Yankees have had a day off. That uh, Twenty days act- to be exact. Yeah, I mean it feels like even it feels like two months. Um and and, 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 and with the way that a lot of these games have gone right down to the wire. Uh, it feels maybe even longer than two months. But it's nice to have a, a, a little nice off, a night off, you know, to just kind of sit and, and, and watch uh, maybe the scoreboard a little bit, to watch mm-hmm. the football a little bit. One thing I'm happy with, one thing not so much.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, here's the thing, though. You've got a Thursday night game.
0: Right. That's the thing I'm not that
1: happy with. Well, you know what? It's amazing. And we'll get to our question with baseball in a second. We'll do more football next hour. But it's amazing what happens when you lose a major weapon, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, for the Panthers, this should be a game. It should be right? easy. You're off to the two and O start. If you want to be taken seriously here, this is a game you got to win. Like, if you lose this game, it almost kind of negates the starting of two and O. So, oh, look, there's a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Texans have uh, shown some fight in uh, the season so far. Right, one and one on the season. Yeah, they're better than the Jets and the Giants.
1: I give them credit because yeah. of what of what's going on down there. <laughs> and then right. you lose your starting quarterback.
0: Lose their starting quarterback. Take a guy. They're starting a guy. They lost their starting quarterback. Then they lost the guy who was their starting quarterback. Yeah. And now they're taking a guy who is who is a, a third-round pick playing for not a very talented team. And they're right here in Davis right Mills. Here.
1: Yeah. And, boy, are they protecting him.
0: Right. It makes <laughs> a big difference, right? They're not letting him much. Right? <laughs> not not letting letting them do much, life. are they? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> It's, listen, this this adds new meaning to ground and pound.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they have not. It's not been the most. Cre- it's not exactly been air Corial, Let's put it. No, that it way. hasn't.
1: No, no, it hasn't. But we'll keep an eye on the seven six in the third. Gordon, I don't have to tell you. But the Yankees and Red Sox, this is the eve. This is why you're taking a breather. This is why the Yankees are taking a breather. This is why the Red Sox hope they could play more softball with the Mets again and get in tune for this weekend with their hitting, and that is. Three games this weekend at Fenway. Two games, all that separate the Sox and Yankees in the wild card standings. Red Sox, 88-65, seized control of the top wild card spot. Seven-game winning streak. They've scored at least six runs in each uh, of each of their contests, 59 during the stretch. Thank you to the Met, uh, pitching staff for helping them continue that going. Yankees, of course, the day off today. So, you know, listen, they sweep Texas, so they go in with the right mindset of a sweep. And Gordon... I guess if you're the Yankees, Garrett Cole is the guy to start this weekend series for you.
0: Well, I mean, the the goal is obviously to get to that wild card game and then anything can happen in that wild card game. But, uh, you know, part of that is if Garrett Cole is not going to pitch a whole lot better than he did in the last time out, or if he's still feeling the effects of that, that hamstring injury and he's not going to be 100%, well... Uh, I guess we'll find out tomorrow, right? I mean, yeah. you know, to have him go on the mound and, and, and get this stretch started, the final nine games, these are the teams you want to play, these are the teams you got to beat, and these are the teams you couldn't beat during the regular season. You know, outside of the American League East, the Yankees' record is really good. The yeah, <laughs> problem is true. they really yeah. couldn't beat the Rays. I think they finished 7-9 and nine against them, or they are 7-9 and nine against them. Uh, I think they're 6-10 against the Red Sox and 6-10 and ten against the Blue Jays. So um, this is the time... You're not going to have winning records against those teams, but you know what? You take two or three, two or three, two and three, uh, you, you should be in the playoffs. So um, it starts tomorrow against the Red Sox, and and clearly the, the most important ones are those Blue Jays games.
1: No question about it. Now, I want, for the audience, Yankee fans, I want to hear from you 1 800 919 3776. When Gordon and I join you again on Monday, on ESPN New York tonight, on Monday, I want you to tell me what will the scenario be? Will it be Yankees sweep? Yankees got swept. Yankees win the series or Yankees lose the series. What do you think? What's your gut right now? And listen, I get it. I understand. We don't, we're not winning this. We're not going to the wild card. We're not doing that. I know some of you just want this team to just explode and just fall apart. So everybody can go. well, I don't think if even if they fall apart, everybody's going. The people that you want to go, listen, Boone may go, cashman's not going. So you might not you might get half of what you think you want. But I'm just curious as to your feeling of how do you think from based on what this team has done, the inconsistency of them, uh, the fact that you just don't know what to expect from them. I, I think going to, for a fan, it's nerve-wracking. It makes it intriguing because you just don't know what to expect. And I'll say this: at least. And, yes, I understand it's Texas. I get it. But at least, Gordon, they were down, but they came back.
0: They did. They did. And they might get some more help on the scoreboard tonight. I mean, I don't want to mention it out loud. Shh, but the, Don't say nothing. But the, Shh, but, the, sh- but the Blue Jays are currently lo- – I'm sure that the Blue Jays will be able to come back. I mean, their offense is so explosive. And, and unlike a Yankee game, if the Yankees are down 6-2 in the sixth inning – that's a pretty insurmountable lead. With the Blue Jays' offense, it's not quite so insurmountable. But I'm sure Toronto will come back. But um, if you ask me, I, I, I don't get a great feeling from this weekend series. I mean, just mm-hmm. watching the games against the Rangers, how much they had to fight and claw to win those games. They've not been a very good team since the 13-game winning streak. They've not really been – they don't really match up against the Red Sox and, and the Blue Jays and the Rays. So I was – I don't think they'll get swept. I don't think they'll go down meekly. But if I had to pick one, I would say lose two or three to Boston. Hmm. I'm going to go the other way. Really? Okay. I think they'll
1: take two out of three. I do. I think that – and you don't find it much in baseball. I get it. It's more of a – really more of a basketball type thing, Gordon. Maybe football a little bit, but more basketball, I would say. Uh, I just think sometimes they play down to the level of their opponent. I really do. I mean, I, I, when they win and that, that last, like, when you can sweep, I just think sometimes they play right down to the level of their opponent. And I think they understand what this means. I saw how they reacted when they came from behind against Texas last night. A lot of fire in that clubhouse, Gordon. And that you you have to admit, that has, has not been that way a lot this season. They look like they've been sleepwalking a lot. A lot of fire in there. They understand what it means. This is a veteran group. They know what it takes. They realize how important this weekend series is up in Boston. And you know, listen, the pressure is on Boston as much as it is on the Yankees.
0: Yeah, they're not out of the woods yet. Right. No? I mean one bad stretch here. I mean the Rays are, are safe, but between the Red Sox and the Ray, uh, between the Red Sox and the Jays and the Yankees, you you lose two or three, even for those teams. Obviously, for the Yankees who are still you know really battling with the Blue Jays. But if the Red Sox lose two or three. It's not, it's not wrapped up for them yet either. And it, it would not be shocking if, it really would not be shocking to me if any of the three teams didn't make it.
1: Wow. Because they've had, be
0: they've had stretches where you start to, well, you know, how, I think the Blue Jays are probably the best of the three teams, but it just so happens that the Yankees are the, are, are the team that, that's battling them right now, and, and they're just a little bit behind where the Red Sox are at. But no, if, the, if you told me the Red Sox, I mean, at the beginning of the season, we didn't expect the Red Sox to be here.
1: Mm-mm. No, it's true. Nope, nope. They they were supposed to be another year away. <laughs> they were supposed to be.
2: Yeah, it was big. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't great early. You know, I thought I thought Klub actually threw the ball pretty well and. You know, we, we got soft-contacted again a little bit. So we found ourselves in a little bit of of a hole there. You know, Higgy has a really good at-bat where it looks like the wind probably knocked something down there. But I thought the at-bats got really competitive there at the end. We did some really good things on both sides of the ball there the second half of the game and then put together some really good winning at-bats there to to put it away at the end. So, you know, a sluggish start to things, a really strong finish to things.
1: That was Aaron Boone after last night's Yankee win here on ESPN New York tonight. thing and Damer until midnight. And, Gordon, that's that's how you beat bad teams, right? You don't want to be in that position, okay? But you'll take the fact that you found a way, you got into their bullpen, and you found a way to get meaningful at-bats and pull out a win that could have been really... I mean, the other side of that, a loss there could have been really hurtful.
0: Really, Oh, that, I mean, that... I... I just know as a fan, it just sucks the life out of you, right? Like every time that you think the Yankees start to get something going, they do something to two steps forward, one step back, sometimes two steps forward, three steps back. So, uh, yeah, you needed to get that win. It it would be kind of hard to convince anyone. I don't even know if they can convince anyone now that they're going to go have a a winning final nine games of the regular season and get in the playoffs. I think the Yankee fan who's watched this team all season is probably the most pessimistic about that. But if you went out and, and lost that game, no one would have been convinced, and rightfully so. Like, you, if you got to beat the Texas Rangers with your, your season on the line, if you have any hope of, of going and then stepping up and, and beating the Red Sox, who, again, you haven't been able to beat this year, they're red hot right now. And then you get the Jays, who have been, you know, slugging the ball all over the place, and, and then finally the Rays, who are the best team in the division. If not the best team in baseball, I mean, yeah. if they won the yeah. World Series this year, wouldn't shock anybody.
1: No, absolutely not. With those six foot eight fireballers they got coming out of the bullpen, like the march of the wooden soldiers. Um, we've talked about it, Gordon. You've been very adamant about the fact that it's really been Judge and Stanton that's really been the consistent. Those are the guys in, you can count on.
0: Yeah. yeah, right.
1: But last night there was a guy who got a big hit, and Gordon, hopefully. For Yankee fans, he could get something going. This is Aaron Boone on the big hit by Gleyber Torres last night.
0: Nothing needs We've to be- seen
2: those that a lot from him, right? Um, that's what he's capable of. And that's why have talked about it. it's so important to get him rolling because he's, he's a difference maker. Been hitting in that six hole kind of behind Joey. You know there's going to be opportunities uh, the rest of the way. And when he's right, he's capable of being that really good hitter in those situations, you know, because he does use the whole field. He's got good bat-to-ball skills. You know, I feel like he's settling in and and playing really well at second right now. We need him to play at a high level. Uh, He's right. You do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, look, it would be, it would be amazing uh, if that does turn out to be the case. Now he—they've moved him back to second base. I think partly to well, partly because his defense at shortstop was abysmal. I don't know that it's been all that much better at second, but his offensive numbers at second have been a little bit better. At shortstop, 251, 319, 351. At second base, 314, 415, and then the slugging is still way down, 371. But, I mean, it's a difference of about 100 points in OPS. So if when you're looking for ways to get going, yeah, I mean, like if he just got back to being kind of somewhat close to what, glaber was in the past even if the power doesn't return at least he's a productive hitter at the plate yeah that would be a big boost same thing with gary sanchez if you could get something out Mm of him on a on a semi-consistent basis rather than oh a big home run here and then nothing for a week so that that's kind of what your or 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 gallo or rizzo any of these guys we're we'll we'll take any of them right now
1: yeah of course you would and The thing about Torres is, Gordon, he's still aggressive, still trying to steal bases, still trying to be, you know, uh, uh, do some things. Yeah, do do some things on the base paths. Uh, You know, listen, he he understands that he's really underwhelmed. Gordon, I got to tell you, I've been watching baseball a long time, and I can't think of a year where a team almost as a group didn't live up to the back of their baseball card. There's always one or two guys to, you know, have a bad season. But well, I mean, Gordon, there's been like eight or nine guys who just haven't lived up to the back of their baseball card. That's a
0: that, that's unusual. Yeah, and the whole and the whole season, right? I mean, it does seem that, and it's the and it's big guys, you know. It's, it's LeMahieu. and it, to me, the ones that are the most glaring are LeMahieu and Glaber, you know, mm-hmm. to to for especially Glaber because last year, you know, all the excuses were written. This is the first year that LeMahieu has not had a good season as a Yankee. Last year, very well could have been the MVP uh, uh, in the American League, so. Yeah. He had a down year this year, too many balls on the ground. It happens, I guess, right? He can he can still kind of change the script there, but Glaber, I mean his no I mean his regression these last two two seasons, it's you know, it's a year and a half really, but um it is glaring. So and he was I mean, I know I point this out, but he was supposed to be one of the bright young stars of Bay. This would mm-hmm. almost be like uh Soto on the Nationals all of a sudden next year he can't hit. Yeah. You know, or sure. Tatis all of a sudden can't hit. Now I don't know if he was ever Glaber at that level, maybe, but I mean he was he was a third he was third place in in Rookie of the Year his first season. He had thirty eight home runs another season. I mean he was the number one prospect in baseball at one point. So yeah, I mean to to see his regression to go from that to where he was this year, where he I mean let's be honest, you can't field and you can't hit, <laughs> you can't kind play of enough. Right, right, you can't play. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's really and, – and think about how bad he was. He got the Yankees to admit they, they were wrong about something. hmm And move him. And move him in season. <laughs> not only
1: did they say they were wrong, they proved that they were wrong they and proved moved that
0: him. they were wrong. You know what, got, even they couldn't come up with an excuse to keep him at shortstop any longer. That's pretty bad. That's pretty you know? bad. And, and this is a team that's come up with every excuse along the way for why Gary Sanchez is not as bad as you think he is.
1: That's right. Absolutely
0: right. Panthers on the board
1: again. Tremble with a touchdown. So it's now 14 6 with the extra point. Let's go to the phones 1 800 919 3776. What do you feel the Yankee story will be Monday? When Gordon Damon is talking to KJM, What is he? what will he be saying? Will he be talking about a Yankee sweep? Will he be down talking about a. Red Sox week.
0: Well, look, if the Yankees get swept, I'll be talking about the Jets and Giants. Let's put it that way. <laughs> How about those Jets? <laughs>
1: or will the Yankees take two of three or will Boston take oh, two of three? Oh, here come
0: the New York Yankees, Larry.
1: <laughs> Bruce and Flushing. start us off on the ESPN New York today.
3: Hey, guys. Um, my prediction, the Yankees will take two out of three from Boston. But with certain prov- provisos and alterations to line lineup. First, I think it's important that the Yankees play a full game Friday night and not get it rained out and have two seven-inning games on a doubleheader on Saturday. If you know anything about Rivaldi, usually by the seventh inning, he's gone. And I think it's important that the Yankees play that full nine-inning game because if you have to get to the Boston bullpen, that's why I think that's important. Secondly, Sanchez cannot play in any of the games. You win games with, with with defense, and especially you win games because if a catcher can't catch the ball, you have problems. You want to pinch it occasionally with somebody else to try and get his bat in on an isolated situation? Fine. But you have to have um, um, Higgy playing catcher, especially in the late innings. Three, can you explain to me why... Haney is still on this roster, and Velasquez is down in the last quiz is the minus. This we're going for a pennant, we're going for the playoffs, and and we don't. And even, and even though Gio Acello is trying his best, I still there are times where you see he's not really a full-time shortstop. Bring up the last quiz, have him at shortstop, what worse in the bench, and get, and, and, and demote Haney. You're going you're gonna to keep Haney over the last quiz? That makes absolutely no sense. Your comments.
1: What do you think, Gordon?
0: Uh, well, look, at least Haney has not pitched, but that kind of feeds into <laughs> Bruce's point, right? Exactly. Like it, pitch, Nobody wants Haney him or... to pitch. Yeah. The, the the emergence of you know getting some guys healthy in the pen, now at least you have some options where you really don't need to go to him. Um, yeah, it doesn't really make – I mean, it didn't make sense when you needed to go to him to keep him on the roster because he was that bad. So I don't know why you would have him on the roster now. So it's kind of hard to uh, – it's going to be hard, uh, hard to uh, debate that point. Now, I will say, I, I don't think that he's going to get the other one about Sanchez. Sanchez no. is going to be – I mean, he's going to be in the starting lineup. Now, late in games, you bring in Higgy. I have no problem with that. But they're going to – I mean, like you have to keep it within reason of what you want and what you expect to get. And if you expect that, that Higashioka is going to catch the last nine games of the regular season, I think you're crazy. <laughs> I don't think that's – now, uh, the one I will say that I don't want to see anymore – I don't want to see Luke Voigt at first base anymore. No, no. Have him be the DH no, no, no. every day. You got no, nine do games left. Put, put your best lineup in there every single day. Your best lineup includes Voigt as the DH, Rizzo as the first baseman, and nobody needs any days off. It's nine days and to also, save your season.
3: And also, you talk about Judge and Stanton. I'm telling you, watch out for Gallo. The last seven, ten games – He's getting hot. He's getting important base hits. He's getting important home runs. He's the guy, I think, to watch out for down the stretch.
1: Well, I hope so, Bruce. Thanks for the phone call. The other thing that Bruce mentioned, Gordon, that I'm very curious about, and I'm curious that you mentioned it too, because if you want to put the best defense on the field, is Stanton in the outfield your best defense on the field? um well especially a Fenway do do are you better off going with a you know a, a, a quote fielder unquote well, as a, ha- and putting Stanton to put,
0: at the DH yeah the, then you have to put Stanton as the DH and Voight's bat is not in the lineup um like then you're putting what you're say, likely doing is you're putting Gallo at uh is Gallo playing left field then and then you're going to put Brett Gardner in, in center, and then you're going to have Rizzo at first base and Void on the back. I would, to me, my best lineup. I have to worry about my best lineup, okay? Uh, because scoring runs has just been so difficult, and mm-hmm. and it, to me, the defense at first base is far more important than the defense in left field. Okay, know, I feel like the defense at first base can come back to bite me a lot. You know, and then look, it, it's possible. You know, the caroms and all that type of stuff playing left mm-hmm. field could be could be crazy. Yeah, um, but. To me, I, I think you gotta have Voigt's bat as the DH, and especially more important than that, Rizzo at first base. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's no there's no I, argument I, there. Right, right. I mean, they 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 they're they're having Rizzo have a day off, and Voit was so bad, the day off got cut short. Like <laughs> he was at the he was at the beach, and the the boss called him on the phone and said, "You know what? You gotta come back from the beach. You gotta get in the game because we need somebody who can catch the ball at first base." Not only do you have to come back from the beach.
1: My car is waiting for you to get in at the beach. <laughs> get your butt yeah. back here right now. Yeah. That's how bad it was. If if Stanton's got to be in the outfield, though, Gordon, the Fenway, I think I'd rather him in right.
0: Oh, well, look, if you left. want to put Judge in center field, I have no problem with that. Again, okay. nine days. I got nine yeah. days to mm-hmm. save my season. It's crisis time now. It's win now time. I don't want to hear about resting anybody. Uh, it, it's about putting the best team you can on the field and that includes Stanton's bat's got to be in there. I want Voight's bat in there, and I want Rizzo at first base. All right, yeah, Rizzo at first base. Uh, I don't know. Stan, I think Stanton needs a blow. No. you <laughs> Don't you dare. Yeah. You know, he needed a day. Needed a day. Need a day? We had that five games into the season. Oh, man. Needed a day. You need a day. Need a day.
2: I don't know um honestly what's comforting is we're in control of of things you know regardless of what would have happened tonight we're in control of things what regardless of what happens to start this trip we're in control of things and uh you know there's some comfort in that you know it's on us it's right in front of us we go out and play well we'll we'll get to where we want to go um we don't we're going home so there's some comfort in knowing that you know we don't we don't have to get help from anyone else. We don't have to look to anyone else. It's on us.
1: Aaron Boone, after the win last night, looking towards Fenway in a big weekend series with the Red Sox, wild card implications on the line. Hard to stand Damer until midnight on ninety ESPN one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. But before we get back to the phones, I think on the a couple of plays ago, I think Sam Donald thought he was back at the MetLife Stadium.
0: What running for his life? One of those hits. Hit. Oh, one of, of those hits, hits. yeah. yeah he got Three guys that like, meet you at the quarterback? Yeah, he got rocked a little bit, yep. He had a beautiful run. He was running for his life, but he was on the run, and then yeah. I got called back because of a holding call. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, look, still a ball game, third quarter. I, I, this is not what I would have expected. I don't think that most of the betting public, I can say, did not expect this game to be nearly as close as this.
1: Can I tell you something? NFL yeah. Network is ecstatic right now. Oh, of course. They thought this was—I <laughs> mean, ecstatic. you said—I
0: mean, when you see Carolina two zero start, and the Tech—I know the Texans won a game, but it was against the Jaguars, who were p- barely a professional team. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, that's not the Thursday night game that you're like, "Oh yeah, can't wait for this Thursday night." But this has been—it's uh, not been an exciting game, but it's a close game. Yeah, that's something. And anything can happen. It, it, it's a hard-hitting game. Yeah, it is. It is. It's,
1: it, I'm, I can't wait to
0: see how it's going to turn Did Robbie Anderson get traded back to the Jets? I have not seen him in anywhere tonight. Oh, there he is he, on the field. I haven't yeah, seen him he, catching he had, any
1: passes. Yeah, he. I think he had two. He's had two receptions, I believe. I think two he far
0: between here.
1: Yeah, it's true. I've seen
0: him about as much as I have Denzel Mims.
1: Uh, yeah, how about that? <laughs>
0: You're right. You're right.
1: Jared and Freehold is next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Jared.
4: Hey, how's it going? So um, I wanted to talk about the Yankees' playoff chances. But first I wanted to quickly bring up this um, fun fact that I saw today.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So Anquan Bold, that he played for the Cardinals and the Ravens and the Niners and the Lions, he was a really good player. And I was wondering why didn't any team want to keep him longer than a few years, like a baffles me. I want to tell your thoughts on that because I feel like he's the kind of guy that should have played his whole career on one.
0: Oh yeah gosh, he, was a, he was a beast of a receiver. I don't know. Gross. I mean some guys just kind of bounce around. I don't know I' seen though. he's played his, his
4: Super Bowl on his... the Cardinals. Yeah. Like,
0: I always thought that he'd be like a, just like stay
4: on Arizona for his whole career, but he went to like three other teams after that. It's like he runs up a Calvin Johnson player, but he just didn't get that treatment. and I don't know. I found that um interesting.
0: Well, I mean, he was kind of like, as, uh, as Larry refers to um, Galladay. you know, he was kind of like a bully, you know what I mean? Like he was a, <laughs> you know, he yeah. was not he, he was, was not the big, leader. tall guy that Johnson was, but he could go, you know, go get it. Um, and he was a good receiver. He had some very good years, thousand-yard receiving years, and uh, he was a very good player. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes, you know, receivers sometimes are a little interchangeable, I guess, and, and teams um, – you know, kind of want to swap him out. Every, I mean, he he played a good while with Arizona, though. No, him and
1: Warner were yeah, tough. He was,
4: I mean,
0: he, he might have been there for like what five years. I, I, no, longer than that, you think? Let me take it. Hold on, let me find out here. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Yeah, Tom I found it was funny. One, I two, saw like an old three, tweet about him. I was five, like, oh, I six, seven. Probably played He was back. he was in Arizona for seven years. At the age of oh, okay, thirty, he went to bad, Baltimore. Uh, mm-hmm. He played in Baltimore for three years, then he went to San Francisco for a couple of years, then he went to Detroit for the final year yeah. So you know I, I think those uh, those san francisco teams i don 't know that they were very good. Oh, no, that was the 12-4 and team, so I guess they were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, never yeah. mind. Uh, what do I know? Uh, I mean, look, he was a little <laughs> older at that point, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I guess he still – no, he was on the Tomasula team, too. So, yeah, that was the year that I was thinking they were bad. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, he was, was a little, little bit older there, game, you know, exactly. 33-year-old wide receivers. I mean, he. I think he primarily – the prime of his career, I think, was with Arizona.
1: With Arizona, yeah. That's when he was – and and then, you know, here's what happens, Jared. As you get older, you become a, quote, possession receiver. <laughs> and then you become here here's a great guy in the lock in in the in the receivers room to teach guys how to you know perform and watch video and do the stuff that they need to do to get better so you know as his speed and you know uh, abilities shrink a little bit then he's you move him around to different people to just bring him on cuz he's not going to make as much money
4: yeah yeah i mean i i just found that interesting and then my other yankees point was so I mean, hopefully, as the Yankees plan to make the playoffs, but if they don't, then Boone's on the hot seat. This might sound outlandish, but would they go for, like, a guy that's a big name, like a Keith Hernandez? Like, I don't know if that's feasible, but he has, like, a baseball pedigree. I'm not sure if that makes sense at all, or what do you think about that?
1: I don't see Keith Hernandez being in that, Mindset, Jared. I don't even know Keith, Keith Hernandez wants to even manage.
0: Yeah, I, I think if Keith Hernandez I mean, yeah, he wanted such, to he get into such that such line, knowledge works, of
1: the game, like oh
0: no, you know, I mean, I'm oh, not, there's no question he does. He, he has the ability to do it. Uh, it's uh-huh. the, it's more at his age the desire to do it, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's a full. I mean, think about you know, look, we'd all kill to have that kind of job, but I mean, it's a full time. It is thing. I mean, you're you're at the ballpark super early. You're there super late. I don't get the the sense. I mean, what is Keith sixty five, six seventy? I mean, he's got to be yeah, somewhere Yeah, I guess in that he's range. a little bit older, so that makes yeah. sense. And, and plus, don't think you I know, know, like, Mike maybe, but I don't know. Look, I think if I don't think Boone's going anywhere, right? I mean, you're in agreement no, you with don't. that, Larry, right? Yeah, I don't think so.
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry, Jared. I mean, and, <laughs> and, and, and I'll say this: if they do, if they do decide, like, say the season ends really poorly, right, and, and they decide to make a change, they're just going to go get another Boone. Remember. When people people wanted Bolton. Joe Girardi gone, they, mm-hmm. they were calling him Binder Joe. Oh, he's too analytical. Mm-hmm. And they moved off of him. And now all of a sudden, Joe Girardi's the, oh, you know, we need a manager who flies by the seat of his pants, Gut decisions <laughs> like Joe Girardi. So, look, if they move off Boone, they might very well have a robot sitting in the dugout come <laughs> opening day.
1: Thanks for the call, Jared. And listen, hey, hey Gordon, compared to Boone, uh, Joe is – Managing off to see the Oh, pants. oh, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, they might. What was the robot from uh, Danger Will Robinson, Dave? Oh, yeah, it might yeah, be yeah, that yeah. thing
1: that's absolutely
0: sitting <laughs> in the Yankee dugout <laughs> with a with a pinstripe jersey on. But you know, uh, I wonder.
1: I wonder, Gordon. Just, I wonder how, and we'll never know. But I wonder how well David Cohn's interview went, and would they consider him a second time around?
0: Look, I mean, I love Cone. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's the perfect balance. Uh, he's certainly got, you know, he's got the reputation as well. I mean, he's got the the, 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 the championship pedigree uh, of a player. I mean, but it doesn't seem like they want to, they don't want to go that way. And I, I remember yeah. Boone was kind of, uh, excuse me, uh, Cone was kind of putting his own name out there.
1: Yes, he was. Like,
0: if you got to put your <laughs> own name out there. It's not good. That, right. With his, with his career, yeah. I, I find it crazy to me that that David Cohn only made it one year on the Hall of Fame ballot. He
5: Isn't was nice. off
0: after one – I'm pretty sure after one season. Mm. That's cr- – I mean, David Cohn was a big-game pitcher. He was. He was – one like, when you have conversations of, like, you got to win one game in, in someone that you saw in your career, I mean, I'm not saying he's number one, but he wouldn't – he would be in my starting five, I'll tell you that. Sure. Yep. And uh, way. yeah, I mean, He'll he always a, find the way. Yeah. He had a great career and uh, I, I love his take on games. I love him in the booth with Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does a great job of, of blending not only the real world experience, but the numbers as well. He understands the numbers. He explains what the numbers mean. For people that maybe you know don't know, sometimes I don't know what the heck he's talking, but he explains yeah. it in a way that makes sense. So uh, I, I'd love to see him. I'd hate to lose him on the games, though. But yeah. I would think that if he, if his name was um, was was really a contender there, it wouldn't have to be him bringing up the the. You know, I'd really like that job. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but it, it would be interesting because I think he. I agree with you. He does, and he's a good blend. Both. He understands yep. the mm-hmm. analytics, but mm-hmm. he also appreciates, you know, the, the eye test.
0: Yep. A- know, and maybe that's what that. kind of the Yankees need to get back to a little bit.
1: I agree. There's no question. No question. That's what they need to do. Because there's some things that are just like, you know, come on, really, stop. <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> the same eyes that you're reading this, this, the, these numbers are the same eyes used to see what's going on in the field right now.
0: I can't wait until the the, the robots in the dugout. He needed a day, even though it's the fifth day of the season. He needed a blow. That's right.
1: You're right. You are correct. It's going to be something. It really is. But, you know, I don't think it's going to happen because I think, see, if they make the postseason, then definitely he's not going anywhere. But the question becomes, and see, that's interesting, Gordon, because it's the owner has already said, it's the players. Right. So how can you fire the manager?
0: Well, the only thing I will say is, and I don't think he's going anywhere. He did have that health concern before the season. Yeah. I do think it is a grinding – I mean, you look at him in the dugout. It seems like yeah. he's – it's like almost like the president, like when the president takes the job as opposed mm-hmm. to when the president leaves office Yeah, and they age so much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's a possibility. Maybe he just says – if they were to miss the playoffs this year. And they're, I mean, look, it, it, they're still on the, I know they're going to be on the outside. Yeah, yeah they're on true. the, I mean, if you look at the playoff odds, they are still the, I think the longer odds to get into the playoffs. Now they change every day, but um, they're, they're not like some uh, favorite to make the playoff. They're not sitting in the Red Sox seat. I mean, they're, right. they're, they're battling tooth and nail. And, and if you look at like run differential and all those things, they are the third of the three teams. So um, if they miss the playoffs, Maybe Boone says, you know what, I just don't – I've done it. I, I don't need to do it anymore. That, I think there's a greater possibility of him saying that than the Yankees saying, you know what, we got to we got to make a change.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree to that. Uh, Horn, I'm sorry, Moore, now out on oh the sidelines oh for God. Carolina.
0: But they got a field goal, Gordon, so it's – I blame myself. I put money on this game, and all of a sudden, Christian McCaffrey's hurt, DJ Moore's hurt, <laughs> Darnold better make sure his life insurance is paid up. I mean, it's unbelievable these games. It is.
1: boy, I tell you, your fortunes change at a moment's notice. Ah, uh, <clears throat> moment's ama-
0: notice. It's a, and it's amazing how it, I, maybe it's just me, but it's amazing how much it can swing your mood. Like when they're when yeah. they're, you know if, if 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 the Texans ever score a touchdown. All oh, being just a terrible play, and then when when your team scores, I love gambling. It's so much fun. It's amazing how it can swing your mood, man. It's true. It really is. It really is.
1: Uh, M. Waters says, "Sorry, Bruce. He's thinking sweep for the Red Sox this weekend." What do you think? Uh, Gordon Texans on the move.
0: I mean, can they attempt to cover Brandon Cooks? He's, no, he's, can't, he's the only not. guy who's catching the ball. He's open every play, Larry.
1: I know. Mills is doing a nice he, job evading the defense.
0: He's, he's he's doing a good job. Defense is uh, doing a very good job of, of reading. it. He's going to Cooks. Cover. Put all the guys on Cooks.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he's he not there. There at least. But I mean, they're making him look like Jerry
1: Rice. I know. He hasn't thrown – yeah, eight receptions, 104 yards.
0: Look at – oh, crazy. Ooh, 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 All right, well, I'll see it in a second, Larry. It's getting back yeah. from space. I know. You'll, you'll, you'll appreciate it. All right. Oh, yeah, get, him, get him, get him, get
1: him. Oh, there you go. You got him, Zach. Oh, yeah. No question. He wasn't going anywhere. No. But you know what? I give this
0: kid credit. He hasn't turned the football over. No. The first you know, rule he... of rookie quarterbacks, do no harm. Don't make things worse, right? And he has not. He's, he's done okay. Still okay because
1: right now, if he doesn't turn it over, they're in field goal range.
0: They are in field goal range.
1: You know, right now. So just you know, just try to. Now they did have it, a kicker, safe. they missed
0: the extra point. But yeah, yeah which is weird because
1: he's got a great leg. That guy he can does. kick.
0: Yep, that, that was. We'll a big, see what happens now. And I'll just tell you right now, that was a big extra point that was missed there. So uh in terms of the, oh. the gambling public, Larry, seven oh, and a half. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens here.
1: Hmm. I'll wait till it gets back from space. I won't tell you. Anything. Yeah, go, it, hmm. it ta-
0: I mean it's amazing. I just go. It's hmm. amazing. Directv has all these little gadgets and all these little things that they do, but they can't get the signal back from space any faster. <laughs> ah, it's good. All right, so seventeen uh, nine, nine minutes to go, eight point advantage for those of us mm-hmm. who are proactive. We got in at seven and a half. Now it did go up to I think it was up at eight and a half by the end uh, by game time today. Uh huh. So those people are a little worried right now. No question about that. Right yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, Darnold. you are. Yep. I mean, it would it Absolutely. would be almost like sports karma for all the things I've said about Sam Darnold for him to like throw a pick six here.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about that, Gordon? Yeah, <laughs> take that, yeah, Gordon. take that, take that, smart guy. <laughs> Laugh at that one jerk.
1: Uh, we'll do more football next hour, but Gordon, I want to get back to this this Yankee Red Sox series again, and. Okay. Uh, obviously, you know, listen, you're 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 feeling at least confident. This is the guy you want on the mound to start the series in co. But now this is what is interesting to me. Uh between Cortez on Saturday, uh, you know, I, I would feel pretty good about him too, Gordon, because he's he's pitched well. He's I was comfortable with him.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel
1: comfortable with him up in Fenway.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it can always go it can always go wrong, and if you have a bad start, right, you're always going to kind of second guess things. But I mean, how can you how can you not feel great about Nestor Cortez? I mean, he's been unbeliev an unbelievable find this year.
1: He has. And here's the key thing for you tomorrow night: is not only does Cole have to pitch well, clearly, but he needs to go deep, because yeah. you figure with Cortez Saturday and definitely with Montgomery on Sunday, you're going to go into your bullpen. So if he can give you an extra day, because, you know, you you had a, with the previous series, you know, you win seven, one, you didn't use your big guys there. All right. So you had the day off today. If he can give you where you just use one or two of your big guns on Friday, that leaves your whole bullpen open Saturday and Sunday. And that would be huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, and now especially with the way that the bullpen is is pitching, right? Now, and I don't even really mean the main guys. Like Chapman has been better. Green was good last time out, but uh, the emergence of Michael King has been mm-hmm. has been huge. He's been sensational. They've gotten some big outs from uh, from Peralta, uh, so he's been good as well. It seems like that Herman is going to be back here, so mm-hmm. maybe he, he he can maybe come for an inning or two, possibly. But um,
1: Severino, maybe.
0: We hope, we hope at some point, you know, to see him again. It was great the the first night, but I don't, you know, it's kind of tough to know, like, what, how are they going to handle him? Because obviously they're going to handle him as safely as possible. So the fact that he threw two innings the other night, does that mean that they're not going to use him again uh, until maybe? (laughs) Series. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it would not it would not shock me all that much. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're telling me now that I got Severino to go along with with um, with King and it almost like you're like you can separate the days. Right. Like you can have the A team mm. and the B team and, the, and yes. you keep both yes. teams fresh and you don't have to rely on one too much. Uh, that yeah. would be a huge plus. That would be a huge plus down the stretch.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because that's what you want. You don't want to wear your guys out. You really, because you warned them out. So you're trying yeah. to get them back.
0: Yeah, you're, kind of you're trying back, to get them right.
1: revitalized a little bit and, and rest the arms and. You know, give them confidence that they have their stuff. And, you know, listen, nobody wants to go out there and say, no, I don't have it. I can't give you anything. I mean, you don't want that. You're going out there. You're taking the ball. You know, this is what you do. You figure you can find a way to get some guys out. But it just happens that when you're not at your best, your margin for error is very thin. And in the back of your mind, Gordon, listen, pitchers, it's just like a defense with the offense on football, right? If the offense is struggling, the defense knows, man, there's a lot of pressure on us. We can't give up anything. Nothing. And that's really the way the pitching has been for the Yankees off and on this year because they haven't been able to score runs consistently.
0: Yeah, and I will just say this. You know, there were some people surprised. Uh, I know the, uh, the radio booth was surprised that Yankee fans booed Garrett Cole when he came off the mound last week. You know, he's been the guy mm-hmm.
2: that's
0: held the team together. I mean, that's the deal, though. I mean, we yeah. know the deal. We all know the deal, right? We can avoid – we can pretend we don't. We can avoid the deal or it's not the deal, but we all know the deal. If you are the big money guy, you are the ace of the staff, and down the stretch, you don't pitch well. Like, if he does not pitch well tomorrow night, it's going to be a very long time before he hears the end of it. And, and down the stretch of this season, you know, I'm not saying that he's – but it's been four starts in, in September, and his his ERA is, is almost, is it four and a half? Yeah, I think it's four and a half. I mean, he looks like a guy who might be, might be out of gas. Now, the good news is he goes out there tomorrow night, pitches seven innings, a one-run ball. He's the hero again. But, that, I mean, let's not pretend, like, if he doesn't pitch well, that people will say, well, you know what, he pitched well all season. It's too bad he didn't pitch. No, you have to pitch well in the biggest games. And right now, this is the biggest game that the Yankees have.
5: I have a question for you guys, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So if Garrett Cole and the Yankees do make the playoffs in the wild card and they win that wild card game, who would the Yankees throw out there for game one of the ALDS? Well, I'm assuming that Cole is going to pitch the the wild card game. I would think it'd probably be, be
0: Cortez, right? I would say so.
5: It might be Cortez. It could be Kluber with the experience. Maybe yeah. they go lefty with my brother, Jordan Montgomery. So I just thought it was a good question because you know, after Cole, everyone kind of seems kind of, you know, a month ago, they might have said Jameson Taillon. So I guess it, we have to wait and see to get there first. But after right. Cole, it kind of is interesting to think about who is the Yankees' number two starter. I don't think it's any
0: question that if it's – like if I have to win the first game of that division series, to me I would go Cortez – and I think that it's even more likely because, like, if you lose game one, what do you want to have? You want to have the veteran there and, mm-hmm. you know, the steadying presence, and that would be Kluber. Right. And then if, if, if you don't win those two games, well, then, you know, I'd have to take a look at the splits, but I would, I would think that Montgomery would almost certainly be the guy there. He's been very good uh, this season. So, uh, But I think that, for me, it would pro you know, if you're talking about a division series, where you're opening up on the road clearly, Uh Um, I would think that it would be that you would go with with your best pitcher, and that would be Cortez.
5: So would they put everyone else in the bullpen for the playoffs? So say they say Cole, Cortez, and Kluber is the three-man rotation that they're going to go with. Would guys like Tyone and Herman all be in the bullpen, Montgomery in the bullpen? If that's the case, all of a sudden the Yankees' bullpen might be one of the best in the postseason.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they'll go only three guys, though. I don't know. Um, I mean, they might. I, I, I don't in a, know. In a
5: five-game series, you would probably see Cole, you know, game two and game five. So that that's where I'm coming from.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you might be right.
0: You um, might be right, but it
1: depends on how the series goes. Yeah, it depends, it depends on how on the, the starters
0: pitch as well, right? If Cortez goes out there and gets, you know, knocked around in game one, are you going to go mm-hmm. back to him in a critical game four, which it would have to be a critical game four if you're playing a game four, right? You're either yeah. up 2-1 or you're down 2-1. Um, yeah. I don't know.
5: And some final good news for the Yankees fans. Uh, Toronto just had the bases loaded, George Springer up, and he struck out. So, yes. going into the ninth inning, the Yankees still are in good shape. The Blue Jays trailing 7 to 2. Beautiful.
0: Wow. Get a little Sam Darnold touchdown pass here, and I'll feel better about my night. This will be a nice night, Larry.
1: It will be. and It'll be an more... early
0: fr- I'll be starting Friday early.
1: <laughs> more back on the field. You know, that's even better. It's even better. Good news. Nothing but good news. Just keep it rolling, right? Just keep it rolling. Don't blow it, Sam.
0: Don't blow it. Yeah, well, you know. It has happened in the oh, past. Oh, I mean, can you hear? Can you hear the sound already of the hysterical articles being written tomorrow about how the Jets screwed up by getting Sam? They're already doing it. Oh, they're already doing. He wins this game. Oh, forget. Oh my God, the Jets! I knew it. They should never have gotten rid. Look at what Sam Darnold can do. Oh my God, it will never end, Larry. It will never end. Poor Zach Wilson. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.